one. Hello, everybody. Give me a second here. I uh, thought I could catch this just in the nick of time, but I guess not. That's okay, though, because here comes the opening. At least I think it is. <laughs> Oop, I hit the wrong. Oop, sorry. Oop, no, no, not that. No, no, that, that, that yeah, mm-hmm. And, and now, there we go. Now we're getting somewhere. Incoming intro. Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the you removed from the chat apply. room. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally... The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% of commentary, criticism, the views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone. 
and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. I don't believe this. I forgot to send over the talking points to the clip computer. Hold on. <laughs> it's wow. This, you know, I could really make a career out of goofs, gaffs, and blunders. And it has nothing to do with the days of the week either. It just happens any time he wants to. Oh, all right. Here we go. You know, I, I could say with certainty, folks, I could say with some certainty, eh, it's just one of those days. It's eh, just one of those nights. Eh, it's just, well, hold on a second. Let me see if this will play now. <laughs> and away we go. I think. Uh, oh, there it is. All right. <clears throat> Up Periscope. And here it comes. I hope. Good evening and welcome to Firefox News Online. And as always, it's time, like you just heard, for talking points. Maxine Waters, that incredibly naive witch, has the audacity to make comments on Sunday calling for more confrontational attitudes. Well, seems that she's going to get protection from her Democrat colleagues. What a surprise. You see, one of the problems of Maxine Waters opening mouth and inserting foot is that she decided she was going to open mouth and insert foot uh, because that's all she knows how to do. Uh, as I pointed out last night in 2018, she called for people to surround members of the then Trump administration, uh, confronting them in restaurants, stores, wherever. And basically, the thug mentality, the uh, very kind of mentality that can lead people to doing stupid things was basically what she was calling for, a confrontational attitude. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that there's, uh, you know, something wrong with her. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, there is uh, something wrong with her. I mean, the woman's got a few brain cells missing. In fact, those few brain cells add up to the entire brain. Now, look, I know there's a fine line between rational thinking and irrational thinking. And, well, I don't think Maxine Waters has found that line. Hers has always been one of irrational thinking. Because forgetting 2018 and the disaster that was, Miss Impeach 45, Impeach 45, Impeach 45, decided that's not good enough. No, we got to go the extra mile. So, in the Chauvin case, she decided Sunday to tell people to become more confrontational. And until I laid down for a power nap for tonight's broadcast, I had known about the verdict. And I will share that information in just a few moments. But it's rather hard to believe that anybody 
who's 82 years old can be taken seriously uh, when they don't have the common sense the good Lord gave them. But in her case, she took common sense and tossed it down the crapper. Now, I'll tell you something. Between you, me, and the four winds, that kind of thinking, you know, become more confrontational is paramount to telling people to go out and riot, loot, plunder, and pillage. Oh, wait a minute. In this situation, yes, that is exactly what Maxine Waters was trying to convey. Because we know what people, with a lack of common sense, are going to do with that call. They're going to take it as, hey, we can bust in that store window, we can go into that store, steal their merchandise, call it reparations, and be on our way, and nobody will stop us. So, in the long term, this is a situation that's only going to get worse. There's no telling what the uh, so-called protesters are doing right now. In fact, I would venture to guess that the so-called protesters are out there cheering and jeering in the streets and probably doing exactly what they shouldn't be doing. But I don't know, because I haven't seen anything more on the situation. So, we'll find out. But it won't happen until tomorrow. See, one of the problems with Maxine Waters is she's being protected by her party. But with an idiot for a Speaker of the House, that adds insult to injury. Nancy Pelosi is being, how can I put this? She's being uh, hit hard for her comments thanking George Floyd for sacrificing his life. Uh, what? Uh, excuse me? Uh, did, did you just make a monumentally stupid comment saying that George Floyd sacrificed his life? No, you stupid bitch. He didn't sacrifice his life. He was murdered. He was killed by a cop who didn't use any common sense whatsoever. And thanks to Maxine Waters, could probably get off on appeal. Yes, you and your fellow Democrat are about as smart as an empty box. You don't use common sense. You don't even think with all brain cells active. The only thing you're doing is stirring the pot, making things worse. And believe me, there isn't a person alive that wouldn't see that if they weren't being lied to, conned to, and tricked into believing you and your fellow Democrats. But that's because they're watching the lamestream media like CNN and MSNBC. Well, I digress. Maxine Waters created a firestorm. The judge, before the verdict was laid down, apparently made it rather clear that this whole thing could be overturned on appeal. Great. Thanks, Maxine. Now we're going to have more trouble in the streets, more rioting, more looting, more pillaging and plundering. 
Yes, Maxine, you fucked up Royal. But now, the fact is, Chauvin has been found guilty on all charges. Guilty of second and third degree murder and second degree manslaughter. A jury in Hennepin County convicted him on these charges. And believe me, the worst is yet to come in this situation. Thanks to Maxine Waters and Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats, I have a bad feeling about this. My gut feeling is kicking up harder than a mule kicking a bucket. No, not a mule kicking the bucket. Well, you get the idea. The fact is, this is a situation that's only going to get far worse, especially if his conviction should get overturned. If that happens on appeal, I fear the rioting, looting, pillaging, and plundering is only going to magnify tenfold. And that, my friends, is something everyone best be prepared for in every major city across this country. And uh, by the way, if you think it's limited to only the big cities, guess again. It could also happen in the smaller townships. Don't be surprised if it comes to a village near you. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend this all over the world on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time as always for the rest of the story. Okay, dokey, Smokey. Let's rock and roll. And here I am on the video side as well to uh, say, Me, what's up, Doc? And uh, hopefully... My tw- it looks like Twitch is working tonight, the way it should. Yay! That means... Oh. That means Cherokee Rose is watching via twitch.tv. Yay! But I got in the Mixler chat room. I've got my buddies. I've got Mike from Louisiana, that crazy Cajun. And calling in and also in the chat room on Mixler... The rootinest, tootinest, shootinest. Although at the prices we saw last night for for, for ammunition, yikes. Um, hopefully he's got plenty to last. We're talking about gunslinger. Now let's see here. Uh, oh, blast it. And, of course, Mike, the crazy Cajun, is joining us as well on the phone lines. How did I goof this up? I didn't open this. I had the studio open on the clip computer, but not on the main computer. I am losing my marbles, folks. I'm serious. You know, I get brand new glasses, but I still don't see straight. What can I say? It's a work in progress. But the so, problem is, if the people who, uh, George, the problem is, if the people who know you best for a long time were listening to this, they would have said, you you would have lost, you, you lost your marbles years ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you see, I try not to admit to that on the grounds that people might actually think I'm a little bit cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I live in New York. Maybe I am a little. Oh, well. It could be worse, I suppose. I mean, 
you know, stuff happens. What's happening, Gunslinger? <clears throat> no, not much. Not, uh, I'll be less shooting with, uh, with the prize of the ammo, you know, like we seen, like you said, like we seen last night. Are you still in shock? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm still in shock. I got news for you. I decided to check a few other ammo sites earlier today. Mm-hmm. I got sticker shock there, too. <laughs> Ammunition is going up everywhere across the board. And it's... <clears throat> they're trying to cash in on this uh, on these new gun laws. But we all know the the, the bottom line reason why. Because they know people will pay through the nose to get the ammunition because they know eventually the shit's going to hit the fan. The Democrat-led bullshit department is going to do whatever it has to. And um, I was talking to a friend of mine in law enforcement uh, this morning. Guy stops over for coffee every once in a blue moon. Usually on his day off. And he stopped over today when he was making a patrol round through the complex I live in. And I told him about the ammunition and everything. He goes, George, we just got and you know, I can't believe they're, they're actually doing this. They actually got told if the ATF comes in, law enforcement is ordered to stand down and step aside. Yeah. I said, are you are you serious? He goes, if you have a county sheriff, that's not they're not going to step aside for anybody. But the but the locals have to. I said, and you're not going to step aside. I mean, come on. He goes, George, that's the, that's the standing order currently. That may change in 24 to 48 hours. I said, well, are they getting ready to do something stupid? He says, they send this thing down at least once or twice a year. I said, okay. So in the course of the conversation, apparently they get, they get notifications that if the ATF has to go into a particular city or town with warrants in hand, they have to quite the, the local the local law enforcement authorities have to step aside and defer to the to federal law enforcement. It's been that's it's been like that from what I understand from my friend, at least a good 50, 60 years. Federal law enforcement would be deferred to, especially if they're the ones holding the warrants. And then he told me something that I really wish he hadn't told me. He said, George, do you own a handgun? I said, nope, can't get one because of the SAFE Act. He goes, okay. You own a rifle, don't you? I said, yeah, you know I do. You've seen it. He goes, you can say goodbye to it. If H.R. 127 passes, you can say goodbye to your rifle. 
They will come and take it. I hope he's wrong. I truly hope he's wrong. I asked him, I said, how, sh- how, how sure are you this is going to happen? He goes, George, they didn't say anything about this happening, but you can bank on it. 127 is, is, is the begin-all, end-all to gun rights. And the ATF will come and take if they have to. He said, oh, and by the way, anyone who, who refuses to submit to psychiatric evaluation will automatically lose their, their guns altogether. A little, a little nugget from H.R. 127, apparently. He's going to keep me posted, keep me abreast of what's going on. He said, as far as I'm concerned, what you take for your epilepsy should not disqualify you from being able to own a pistol. I agree with him. He did say something that I that I said a long time ago, fellas. If people with heart conditions, if people who have diabetes can own pistols, then why? Exclude someone who takes a medicine for epilepsy. See, the SAFE Act is unconstitutional. And I just prior to airtime, I received yet another tweet notification from the National Rifle Association. Okay? You're going to love this, fellas. Let me go to my Twitter page here. Excuse me. I've got serious indigestion and heartburn tonight, and I don't know where it's coming from. But it's been bugging the piss out of me all day. Ah, here it is, right up front. Let me... Zoom in on this here. And of course, it's going to keep zooming in until I... Until it's done zooming. There it goes. So now let me swing this around. Hey, Iggy Mom is watching by way of D-Live. Oh! She switched from DLive to Twitch. <laughs> Hello, Iggy. How you doing? All right, all right, all right. Now, fellas, I'm going to switch this, and then I'll read it once I, once I show it here. Hold on. Okay, if you're going to be a hand, stop shaking long enough for me to, to click on things and get things working here. Don't you just hate when that happens? 
You're trying to do things and your and, and your body says, Yeah, fuck you, I'll do what I want. <laughs> and of course, it does. On occasion. All right. Here we go, people. Now, according uh oh. Twitch froze. Well, that's not fair. Luckily, DLive and Trovo are still available. So if, if you're having trouble with Twitch, go go to the um, go go to the links that are provided on Facebook.com slash the FFNOIBN, MeWe.com slash Firefox News Online, or gab.com slash Firefox News Online. And go to Trovo. I know that might be a bit of a pill if you haven't signed up with it. But signing up with these things lately is quick and easy peasy. If you have to. Now, also for those of you who are on my private email list, you get all the links sent to you anyway. So, there you go. And Iggy Mom says, D-Live working for now. Cool. All right. Getting back to this to the NRA um, tweet here. <clears throat> the Second Amendment keeps America great. This is from the National Rifle Association, folks. An organization that is supposed to be tireless in fighting for our gun rights. But they haven't done shit lately for the SAFE Act. They haven't done shit about H.R. 127 or even hinted that they're going to. So I sent the following tweet. NRA, I would believe that if the New York Safe Act, if the New York State law, the Safe Act didn't exist, but it does. I can own a rifle, but thanks to my epilepsy medication, I can't get a pistol permit in the state of New York. Thanks to the SAFE Act, which you still haven't fought against. And since you refuse to fight against the New York SAFE Act, I don't trust you to fight against H.R. 127 either. Stop talking like you're defending our gun rights when you're not. Of course, you could always prove me wrong and start fighting the SAFE Act here in New York and H.R. 127. Doubt very much the National Rifle Association even reads these tweets. But folks, let me give you the bottom line here so that we're clear on something. There was a time when the National Rifle Association used to fight for our gun rights. But because of the liberal left hitting them with everything they got, they turned chicken shit. Yeah, they turn chicken shit. I mean, come on, really? Are you going to sit there and, 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 and actually expect me and all of America to believe that you are fighting for our gun rights when you're sitting on your ass doing nothing? 
Oh, but the state of Texas is going to love the, the National Rifle Association. That's where they're going. You're going to have a failure for an organization going to Texas. <clears throat> I feel sorry for Texas. I really do. All right. It is time for me to put into into effect the headline stories for tonight. Now, of course, as many of you may have heard by now, the former the the ex police officer Chauvin was found guilty on all three counts: second and third degree murder, and second degree manslaughter. I have a bad feeling about this situation. Because before the conviction, of course, Sunday we had the big mouth, Miss Impeach 45 herself, telling people to become more con more confrontational. Well, today, before the uh, before the, 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 the conviction, Biden was praying Chauvin is convicted. Now, this stirs court impartiality concerns. Oh, boy. Yeah. From One American News comes this little nugget. In an unusual and shocking move, Joe Biden openly endorsed one side in the highly politicized Derek Chauvin case. I know George. I'm just going to answer that one question on George and his death. I have come to know George's family. I'm praying the verdict is the right verdict. It's, it's overwhelming in my view, Biden stated. Speaking with reporters at the White House on Tuesday, Biden endorsed the family of George Floyd and appeared to firmly align with their agenda. Critics said, bear with me, critics said Biden's <coughs> political statements may influence jurors and illegally change the outcome of Chauvin's trial. It's time for Democrats to speak out when they see it on both sides. They only want to speak out on one side of the aisle, not on both. The, that hypocrisy, I think, is starting to shine through. It's a powder keg down there. The last thing you want to do is make it worse, and especially to give grounds for an appeal. This is what Steve Scalise, Republican from Louisiana, said. Biden also took the unusual step of calling George Floyd's family to offer up support. <clears throat> Press Secretary Jen Psaki said Biden spoke with the family of George Floyd yesterday to check in with them and also share that the family was in his prayers. 
That's a tweet from Jen Psaki. In the meantime, the White House continues to play damage control as Jen Psaki claimed Biden certainly is not looking to influence the verdict. Well, let's see. Jen, uh, Maxine Maxi Padwaters says to be more confrontational. Before that, she made the comment, well, hold on a second. I'll tell you what, I'll play her comments as a reminder of last, from last night. That is, of course, when I remember to set things up. What happens if we do not get, get what you just told? What should the people do? What should protesters on the street do? I didn't hear you. What happens? What should protesters do? Well, we, we got to stay on the street. Uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they they know that we need business. Now, prior to that statement, prior to that statement, fellas, she wanted, she called for, for a guilty verdict. She basically tried to influence the, the, the jurors. In my opinion, both Biden and Waters committed jury tampering in, with their comments. All right, so let me start with Mike from Louisiana, being as he hasn't been he he has not been here in a while to share comments, and then we'll get gunslinger okay. comments. Okay, so go, Mike. Okay, okay, George. First, let me couch this by saying I thought that I look as I was looking at through at the trial on and off and looking at some of the evidence, I thought that there was, they, they couldn't prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. That's the standard, right? You got to prove the standard is not on the uh, defense to prove that he didn't do it. The standard is on the government or on the DA or AG or whatever the hell it is that they did it beyond a reasonable doubt, and I thought they had a reasonable doubt. I thought they had many reasonable doubts, but that's, that's just me. Now, Democrats have done what they've always done with a, major, a majority <clears throat> of things, and they politicized it, you know? They politicized it. That's what she did. She, she did it, and, well, let's call him what he is, the uh, the second, uh, third term of the hostage holder in chief, uh, uh, you know, uh, he politicized it as well. And frankly, it, a lot of this stuff could have gotten, wouldn't have happened if the 
jury had been sequestered, which should have happened. The jury should this this trial um, in many in many facets of this trial is lead should have either one led led to a mistrial or you know the jury should have been sequestered, you know, to take away any type of threats uh, and any type of um, uh, what's the term? Messing with their mind, and not messing with their minds, but any type of influence that could be exerted, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you know, if, if those two things, if those, if either of those two things happen, then we're we're probably not looking at what we got. You know, maybe you get manslaughter, maybe, maybe. But as I said before, I mean, I, I feel there, there is a reasonable doubt, and they didn't prove it beyond that reasonable doubt, right? So, to me, the judge made the mistake by not made this. This trial is a mistake, a huge mistake. I mean, yeah, you want to try the guy, yeah, but the way they carried it out is a huge mistake. You know, the not sequestering of the jury, the Allowing the outside influence from the rioters slash the Democrats, which is basically they're the same thing, right? The rioters and the Democrats are basically the same thing. So let's just call it what it is, the Democrats. So, I mean, that's the way I feel about it. And, I mean, it's like the judge, the, ju- the mistakes, 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 you know, and this guy, this judge, let himself be cow-cowed and kind of fooled and, you know, into not sequestering the jury in terms of that. Because, I mean, that, that decision, generally speaking, is made by the judge, isn't it, to sequester a jury, right? So, I mean... And, I, I mean, I'm not saying that it's a definite that it would have come back with a not guilty or innocent or whatever. I'm just saying it would have been made it tougher for them to be, for this jury to say, yeah, boom. It's, it's, uh, it's tougher for them to be influenced by <clears throat> the outsiders, you know, the, the maxi pad freaking waters, you know, and all these other things. Oh, yeah, and threats against the jurors themselves by the outside. The, the the Antifas and the BLMs and crap. So, you know, this was a this this was a clusterfuck of a trial from almost from the beginning. Back to the <clears throat> well, before I go to Gunslinger and get his comments, uh, Cherokee Rose watching on Twitch said Chauvin was overcharged and didn't receive a fair trial. This was not American justice. Hopefully, his attorneys will appeal on his behalf. Let me tell you something. I firmly believe that this trial was influenced by outside forces. No doubt in my mind. The fact that that this that this happened, that Maxine Waters, who, by the way, uh, violated the uh, the uh, the curfew law, the curfew order. Okay, should have she should have been taken in handcuffs and hauled away 
for violating the curfew. But that didn't happen, obviously. So, in my opinion, if this gets overturned in appeal, there's going to be a there's mm-hmm. going to be a total disaster on the streets. There is no doubt in my mind that we're going to see blood in the streets. We're going to see what we saw last year happen all over again. Only it's going to be a lot worse. Gunslinger, your thoughts? Well, uh, it's 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 an interesting situation. They really threw the book at him, no doubt. Um, but let's look at uh, George Floyd for a moment. Number one, he was a dopehead. He was high as a kite on fentanyl or whatever that shit is. He had multiple arrest records. His arrest record <laughs> five miles long. Okay, he was not a role model by any means of the chance, really anything. Okay, now when you have when law enforcement has a person, not necessarily him, <clears throat> in custody in handcuffs. I know because I carry a pair of handcuffs on my gun belt. It's not the fuzzy kind. These are real fucking Smith & West handcuffs, police handcuffs, okay? When you have somebody already with their hands behind their back cuffed, okay, unless you are King Kong, you're not going to break those handcuffs. Them some bitches are made out of steel, okay? <laughs> they are some tough son of a bitches, let me tell you. Okay, and when you double lock, what's called double locking, the handcuff where it doesn't go any tighter or, you know, it can't move, the, the clamp does not move. That George Floyd was a pretty good old-sized boy there, okay? So his wrist was huge. Obviously, he's not going to slip his hand through a pair of handcuffs like that. Now, did the cop... Did he put his his knee on his neck for too damn long? Hell yeah. Okay. There was no call for that. If you got that dude down on the ground, you you got him in handcuffs, you can set your fat ass on him until help arrives. And there was other officers standing there from what my my recall is. Okay. There was other officers there. So if there's other officers there, and these are big burly guys. I mean, these, you know, weightlifters probably, top physical shape. Three, four, five of these people couldn't control that one person, even if he is fucked up on drugs. Okay. That's kind of irrelevant. Man, you got some you got some bad cops there. <clears throat> or you got some wusses, one of the two. And I, I don't know which one. But did he kill that person? Yes, by putting his knee on his neck for, t- well, I think George, you said something like nine minutes. Well, goddamn, what do you think is going to happen in nine minutes? The blood supply is going to get cut off to the brain in conjunction with you already being fucked up on that dope shit. Okay. That's going to lead to a heart attack or, or something. You ain't going to be looking good after it. I guarantee it. Well, obviously he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't looking very good, was he? Because he was dead. Okay. So yeah, I mean, you cannot do that. That's that's a zillion times excessive force. Now, did 
he murder the guy premeditated? <clears throat> I don't see how they could prove that one <clears throat> because he didn't unless he unless he just fucked up in the head the cop okay and I'm gonna I'm gonna get my knee on his son of a bitch till he fucking dies now if there's a way that you can prove thoughts of that cop then that would be premeditated murder. No, no doubt about that. Or if he was yelling or saying to the other cops, "Hey there, buddies! I'm gonna keep this. I'm gonna keep my neck in this motherfucker until he fucking dies." Now, if somebody or the witnesses heard him say that, that would be premeditated, because he was thinking that I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. Okay, which no nobody heard that. So how could they get it to get him for murder? Is beyond me. But excessive force, manslaughter, yeah. <clears throat> I'd say ring his ass out. There ain't no doubt about that. Because there's no excuse for that. Because if they can do it to him, they can do it to you. Go ahead. Well, let me let me point something out here. Uh, and you and you you said it just a moment ago. The Chauvin had his knee on the carotid artery of the neck for mm-hmm. nine and a half minutes. Exactly. For approximately nine and a half mm-hmm. minutes. He had his knee on that carotid artery, which cuts off the blood flow to the brain. I don't care how many, how much drugs he was he was high on. The second you you cut off the blood flow to the brain, the second you start doing that, you are you are you are guaranteeing unconsciousness after the first after the first minute after after about thirty seconds, give or take, depending on the size of the person. And longer than that, cutting off the blood flow to the brain is will cause death. Professional wrestlers use what's called a sleeper hold. <clears throat> the hold puts the arm against the carotid artery, but they only hold it so long and then they, they pull back. They're trained to know how long to hold. And then they, they, you don't see it, but their arm is no longer against that carotid artery. Now it's just basically looking like more like a chokehold. But they make it look like he's being put to sleep. Basically, they know how to do that. And when, you, and, and when, they, when they hit the mat, they're being stunned back to uh, to a waking state. They're groggy as hell, but they these guys know how to do that. They're very well trained. If they were to hold it any longer, yes, it could lead to death, and they know that, so they're very cautious. They're very careful. I've been watching professional wrestling since I was 10 years old. So you 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 know, as a kid, you don't see it, but when you become an adult and you start watching very closely, yeah, you start to recognize how certain holds are done. In the case of this cop, what he did by pressing on the carotid artery, which is just just below, just behind the left ear, okay? When you press here for longer than for longer than is than, than you should, you're cutting that blood flow off completely and like i said i don't care what drugs he was high on 
cut the blood flow to the brain off, you're, you're guaranteeing to kill the guy. Now, as far as premeditated, to my knowledge, he never said anything audibly. There were enough cell phone cameras out there. Okay? There were people out there with cell phone cameras in hand videoing this whole incident with George Floyd. What I found unfortunate is the fact that this jury, I believe, because it was not sequestered, was influenced by Maxine Waters and others. And yes, he was. A, a, now, now, Cherokee Rose said in, in, on, on Twitch, just think, had Floyd not been committing a, cr a criminal act or resisted arrest, none of this would have happened. Very sad. Yes, he did resist arrest. Now, they, now once they got him on the ground, once he was down on the ground, I agree with Gunslinger. All they had to do was sit on him. They didn't have to, the cop didn't have to put his knee on the guy's neck. But he did. Did he commit murder by doing that? Yes. But he, but Floyd, the, the cop in the Floyd case, did not receive a fair trial thanks to people like Maxine Waters, Joe Biden, and others. Beware the, if this gets overturned in appeal. And even the judge, now the judge should have kept his mouth shut. This is another thing that's going to get it turned overturned in appeal. When the judge opened his flapper and said what he said in regards to Maxine Waters' comments, and then saying this gives them just cause to, over, to get it overturned in appeal, boom, he just opened the fucking door for, for an appeal. And I'm sorry. But in the days ahead, mark my words, if it goes to appeal and it gets overturned, all hell is going to break loose. And we have Maxine Waters and Joe Biden to thank for being stupid enough to influence. Now, by not sequestering the jury, here's what happens in that situation. The jury, they had their cell phones taken away from them. They didn't have any television or radio or access to newspapers. But I'm sorry. Somebody had to say something they, or where they could hear something. Somehow they got influenced. I firmly believe they were influenced in their decision because some of the people that were initially being chosen to be jurors came right out and said, no, I don't want to be a juror on this case. Because I don't want my life turned upside down. I don't want my life to, to get threatened in any way. Hello. What do you think these jurors were, were fearing? They were afraid for their safety. That's why I firmly believe there was no way this guy could get a fair trial. That jury should have been sequestered. It should have happened. Because it once sequestered, Chauvin could have gotten a fair trial. Even if he was found guilty, 
after the ju the jury was sequestered. It would have been a different situation. But it didn't happen. It just didn't happen. And like Cherokee Rose said, there were no doubts intimidated. Now, check this out, fellas. On top of everything else, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is being, is being criticized, and rightly so, for thanking George Floyd for sacrificing his life. Excuse me? Yeah. Get a load of this. You're going to love this. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi on Tuesday drew criticism by thanking George Floyd, a black man who became a symbol of the struggle for racial justice after former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin was found guilty of murdering him. During a, during a news conference... Following Chauvin's conviction on three criminal counts, Pelosi called the outcome a step in the right direction for justice. Pelosi said, referring to Floyd's death in May, as Chauvin pinned his knee on Floyd's neck for more than nine minutes, thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice. The comment drew widespread criticism online even from figures in her figures in her own party speaker pelosi's comment about george floyd was totally in a, in a, was totally inappropriate at a minimum she should apologize said josh mclaren a democratic member of the georgia state legislature on twitter but more than that i think the gaffe clarifies how much this country would benefit from a black speaker of the house that uh, uh, I'll reserve comment there black representative Hakeem Jeffries who holds a high position in house democratic leadership is seen as a possible future speaker or house majority leader the Pelosi led house has passed the George Floyd Justice in Policing Act, which aims to put a stop to aggressive law enforcement tactics that have targeted African Americans and other minorities. The bill, which has not yet been considered by the Senate, would ban police chokeholds and no-knock warrants, limit military equipment used by police departments, and require officers to wear body cameras. It also would make it easier to prosecute police misconduct. Antonio Mamanucci, a Chicago attorney on the team representing Floyd's family, noted that Pelosi had twice called the family on Tuesday. Our speaker is a great leader. She is somebody that wants to see this through, Ramanucci said, referring to the bill. Ms. Pelosi? You're a fucking moron. You are a fucking idiot. George Floyd didn't sacrifice his life. George Floyd was killed. He was murdered. And you and your fellow Democrats, Biden, Waters, 
Your comments only serve to prove that you're fucking imbeciles. <clears throat> How could you be so stupid as to make a comment to say, thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life? The man was murdered by a cop who should have known better. And because of your colleagues' comments, and, uh, Maxine Waters, and the influencing of the jury, I firmly believe that that's exactly what happened as a, as a result of, of, their, of her comments and Joe Biden's. The jury was tainted. So please, Pelosi, get the fuck out of Congress and take Maxine Waters with you. All right. Gunslinger, you, you, you were the last one to speak, so you'll start, you'll start off on this one first. Then we'll get mics. <laughs> it's fucking funny how stupid people really are. As not just for this comment that the pig said, Piglosi, okay? It's all the other things that led up to this stupid-ass comment from a stupid-ass person, okay? All the way from day one when Trump was inaugurated into the president of the United States, them slimy little bastard shithole bastards called the Democrats or worth plotting and planning and corrupting and everything that they could possibly do to get President Trump de-seated, okay, or thrown out. That right there should prove their track record. You know, I've all, I'm always saying, if you look at history, and you can pretty much tell what the near future is going to bring, not distant future, but pretty much based upon the evidence, okay? So her saying something like this, and Massey Pad, you know, flipped her cheese cut her switch off a long time ago. Waters. Oh, waters on the brain. That's a good name for her. Waters. Yeah. Cause she's got water on the brain. Sewer water. That is, it ain't fresh water. So when you have that, witch, impeach 45, impeach 45, impeach 45. I, 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 she must ride her ditto at night saying impeach 45, impeach 45, baby. You know that. <clears throat> Okay, it's, it's it's absolutely hilarious of how stupidity these people are. I mean, a flea out there on on my dog's ass out there in the backyard has more brains than all of them combined, literally. Okay, so you 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 ought to you, the proof is in the pudding. Birds of a feather flock together, don't they? Go ahead. Uh, before I get Mike's comments, very quickly, let me just uh, go to uh, a comment by Cherokee Rose. They've turned him into a martyr. He was a criminal. It's sickening. Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. Spot on, Cherokee Rose. All right, Mike. What do you think? 
Okay. With all due respect, you cleaning yourself up, it's been proven that alcohol alcohol kills brain cells, and we all know how she run how Nancy Pelosi runs her day with her martini breakfasts, her martini snacks, her martini lunches, her martini snack again, and her martini suppers. So, exactly how many brain cells she has left? Is up for debate. I would wager to say not very many, but then again, I don't know. But yeah, this. But then again, it can be argued as to how many brain cells the Democrats in general have between them. You know, and you know, they. I absolutely believe. That Maxi Patton Waters knew what she was doing, absolutely, because she wanted to bias and taint that jury, and 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 some. I don't. I'm not going to say that it did happen this way, but there's only one way that a judge would not sequester a jury in a case like this, and in, that way is that somebody got to him. You know, now I'm not saying it happened that way, but in my mind, that's the only way that that the jurors didn't get sequestered. So you got you got uh, statements from the basically the leader of the uh, Democratic Party and Nancy Pelosi. Uh, oh, people may say, well, the president is the leader of the Democratic Party. Well, generally speaking. That's the case, but when you got Joe Biden, who doesn't know his ass from the hole in the ground right now because of his declining mental state, you know, he, how can he be the leader of his own party? Okay, so it's like, what do we, how much more are we going to allow these guys to get away with? How much more? And we know there's two different justice systems, you know. And we know that there, and particularly, you know, in these in this situation, you know, it was probably this was probably a rigged trial from the get go because they wanted something. They had to get him on something because they they want they don't want these this thing to burn, but they don't understand that it would have burned anyway depending on, and it didn't matter which way the court case would have came down anyway. So, you know, and look, if it, like you said, George, if it gets overturned on appeal, uh, Minneapolis is going to burn. St. Paul might very well burn as well. You know, Twin Cities and all that shit. But, um, but you know, what can we say that we haven't said about Nancy Pelosi? I mean, this is a girl. This is a lady that. Oh, I'm the first speaker of the house, and then they, then they decide to go for Obamacare, and she has to give up the gavel because it was a big colossal motherfucking failure, you know. And then 
she gets it back again, and now we're seeing what they're trying to do now, you know, which probably will lead to having her giving up the gavel again. But again, we'll have to see on that, you know. But I just, I just, you know, influence. This trial was being influenced, like I said, from the get go, you know, and and it probably started with the judge. I have no proof that he was influenced to. Uh, to not sequester the jury, but why wouldn't you? You know, back to you, George. Well, let me let me point something out here. Nancy Pelosi, by by definition, uh, probably is is thinking what few brain cells that aren't soaked in in booze left and it shows it truly shows and i i sit here and i and i make i I crack jokes about her you know in the you know with the martini lunch breakfasts and lunches and dinners and all that stuff but to listen to her talk half the time there have been times i've i've actually turned on a news conference that she would be doing and one day she'd be sounding sober another another day she sounds like she's poured about a gallon of mar- a gallon of martini down her throat so it's no wonder I, i'll i'll make i'll make jokes about her that way you know may 5th will mark 27 years of sobriety for me Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. That woman couldn't put a day together. She couldn't put five seconds together if her life depended on it. I firmly believe that she's got her brain cells so soaked in booze that it's no wonder she says stupid shit. Okay? It's really incredible that she's actually coherent enough most most days to actually say hello to somebody now of course the democrats are geared up to vote to vote not to vote against censure of maxine waters let me tell you here's here's why i say this according to newsmax every democrat in the house of representatives voted against a resolution to censure Maxine Waters for saying protesters in Minnesota should get more confrontational if the Derek Chauvin verdict didn't turn out the way they liked. They made it clear, Democrats are fine with Democrat politicians inciting violence and chaos. Representative Steve Scalise, representative from Louisiana, tweeted, The resolution was introduced Tuesday afternoon by House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, Republican from California. McCarthy had said Monday he believed he could get up to 15 Democrats in the House of Representatives to vote to censure Waters. Speaking on Fox News primetime, McCarthy said Monday, I know there are probably 10 to 15 who would love to vote. For censure. 
it will all come down to the pressure of what Democrats will put on them to just try to vote to table it, not even to have the discussion. Democrats currently have six currently have a six-seat majority in the House of Representatives. But if the Democrats hold together, McCarthy said, then they are going to own what not only Maxine Waters has been saying, but what Tlaib and the others about removing police officers and others. This has gone on too far and far too long. Representative Rashida Tlaib, Democrat from Michigan, has called for abolishing the police. McCarthy told House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to take action against Waters or the will, telling Fox News, I believe it rises to that level because Maxine Waters believes there is value in violence. He said, and now what she has said has even put doubt into a jury. You had a judge announce that it was wrong. I think this takes action, especially when she has a pattern of this behavior. Hennepin County Judge Hennepin County District Judge Peter Cahill on Monday was critical of Waters' comments after he had sent jurors in the Chauvin trial into deliberations, telling Chauvin's defense counsel Waters had given him a good cause for appeal. I'll give you that Congresswoman Waters may have given you something on appeal that may result in this whole trial being overturned, Cahill said. This goes back to what I've been saying from the beginning. I wish elected officials would stop talking about this case, especially in a manner that is disrespectful to the rule of law and to the judicial branch and our function. First of all, Cahill should have shut his mouth. He should not have planted the seed about appeal in their heads. But he did. A good defense attorney, a good defense team, would already know to do that based on what's going on around them. So here's where we, where we run into a problem. The streets are going to run red with blood because of Maxine Waters, because of Joe Biden, because of Nancy Pelosi, and sadly, because of Judge Cahill. If this gets overturned, like I said, God help us all. It's going to hell. And we're going to get caught in the middle. Those of us who had nothing to do with the case, who had said very little about the case, except in venues like this, where we are right now on this broadcast. But I'm going to say it plain and simple. That judge should have sequestered the jury. They would not have been influenced as a result of being sequestered. 
And if the case got overturned in appeal, possibly, I'm not going to say it wouldn't, but possibly things might turn out differently down the road. Now there's no way of knowing for sure. All right. You heard what, what I just read. Mike, starting with you. Talk to me. Well, you're right. I've said before, this, this, this trial was a clusterfuck from the beginning. All right. And she just, uh, the, the alleged pres- second president and Maxine Waters and, and what's her name? Just, uh, and, and Miss Martini there just added to it. Right. So, you got that going on, you know. So it's like, uh, what? And oh, I'm gonna tell the jury. I'm gonna tell the uh, the uh, both the jury that your trial, your your decision doesn't matter by saying what he says. It's gonna be overturned, and and, and I'm gonna plant it in his head. That it's gonna be over. It could be overturned. Now, will it be? I don't know. But the way it ran, it looks to me that it could be. So, uh, because you know where it's gonna go. It's not. It's not gonna stay in Minneapolis. It's gonna go to the district, uh, not the district, the court of appeals. Yeah. So, and that's not in Minneapolis. I don't, think it's in Minneapolis, but uh, wherever it is, it is. So, you know, it is, I don't want to say it is what it is, but again, it, it is what it is because this has been a clusterfuck of uh, a situation from the beginning, from the beginning of the guy, from the beginning of the point at which he tried to pass that false $20 bill and then while all those drugs causing him to, uh, maybe possibly causing him to start the process of maybe having a heart attack and not being able to be put in a car, thus being, making, giving them no choice but to put him on the ground. Now, uh, to put, lay him face down on the ground and handcuff him. And yeah, you may, What's his uh, Chauvin uh, made a made a poor choice in putting guys putting his, uh, his thing on his throat, right? You know that was that was his poor choice. But all the other poor choices in this whole situation, from all the choices that George Floyd made to the choices that you know them trying to get jurors who didn't want to be there because they knew what was going to happen to what the judge, how the judge run his courtroom and sequestering and not sequestering to all the stuff that's been said by the alleged president and the Democrats, you know, it's been a clusterfuck and it's going to remain to be that. And, like you said, the blood is going to run red. The streets are going to run red. Doesn't matter. And I, I've said it before, George. 
it doesn't it didn't matter what the uh the it didn't matter what the jury said what the uh uh how the court case would have come out it's going to run red anyway because they're they're looking to riot in these in like minneapolis and and Portland and all these other places that they had lights last year. I mean, it's the summertime. It's the springtime, you know. The weather, the weather warms up and the riots start. That's how it works. That's how it worked last year. Back to you, George. Well, going to uh, some comments from uh, Cherokee Rose watching on Twitch. And uh, I see we, the, on Twitch we have a uh, we have some some people tuning in. I want to welcome some of the new viewers on Twitch uh, to the broadcast. But Cherokee Rose says that's what they want. They want chaos, and I agree. They want chaos. They want mass chaos. They want to destroy traditional America. <laughs> you know something. Cherokee Rose, you're spot on, young lady. You are spot on with that. And yeah, the Democrats are looking to destroy this country. They're looking to take it back to the Obama years when he did so many ridiculous things like cutting our military strength down to nearly pre-World War II levels, when he decided to kiss the ring of the Saudi king and Lord knows what else. Cherokee Rose went on to say, they're, they're not Democrats, they're radicals, socialists, and communists. And she, she says, I agree. If not this time, the next time. I'm not sure where that, what that comment was, uh, what that comment referred to. I, I, I kind of lost my train of thought with that. Uh, but it, I, I agree with her. It is just a matter of time. You know? It's just a matter of time before we see this, see our nation ripped apart by insanity and stupidity thanks to the Democrats. Thanks to these socialist, liberal, bullshit artists. Gunslinger, talk to me. <clears throat> well, you said it pretty well there. Socialist, uh, Democrat, uh, <laughs> You could go on and on with the negative words on them fucking fools. Um, you're never going to make everybody on both sides of the street happy. Yeah, they'll write. Okay. If he, if he, if he appeals it, which I'm sure his lawyers will, um, even if it's overturned, they're going to, they're going to write anyway. So it's 50-50 on both sides. It's stupidity. You're going to go down there and burn your fucking city down? Well, you know what? Burn it down. Okay? If you're going to be so fucking stupid, okay, then you deserve it. Okay? If you if you come up on a guy beating his head against a goddamn brick wall, and you're a nice person, and you say, hey, sir, you know, maybe you shouldn't beat your head against the wall because you're yelling about getting a headache. Well, you know, but he continues to beat his head against the wall. Okay, fine. Keep keep getting a fucking headache. See if I give a fuck. Well, same thing here. Okay, you know, 
pillaging and and rioting and looting and you know all this shit. <laughs> That's not protesting. That is criminality. You are committing crimes. Arson, <laughs> arson comes to, to comes to mind when you assault people. I don't give a damn if it's a cop or anybody else. That is felony assault. Okay, especially if you got a weapon in your hand, anything, rock, bottle. Knife. It doesn't matter. That's felony assault. Okay. So, and you're going around there and burning, burning the, the 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 same area that you dumb fuckers live in. You're going to burn it down. Need some gasoline? Be more than happy to supply some. Good. Look, I'd be the last. I am the last person. To call for to call for violent actions, but I'll tell you something. Right now, as a first responder, I would be quick to respond to a fire scene. I'd be quick to respond to a situation if called upon. If the New York, if the New York Guard had a reactivation clause, and they called me in, uniform or no uniform, you put that idea around my neck, and I'm doing my job. Uniform. Now, as far as I'm concerned, if people decide, should this case get overturned in appeal? And people decide to be stupid. Be stupid as far away from me as you possibly can. Because I don't tolerate stupid. You can take that any way you like. But I do not tolerate stupid. When it comes to politicians, I will, I will literally canvas the streets. I will go door to door. I will do whatever it takes to get a person elected to take that person who's in, whose actions seek to incite violence and chaos voted out of their seat and someone with, with an ounce of brain matter that knows better than to do that kind of shit voted into your seat. Come 2022, we're going to be seeing a midterm election where I have a feeling we're going to take, where the Republicans are going to take those, what? There's like five, six, seven seats, something like that. That separates six or seven. How many did they say? Hold on a second. Yeah, about six or seven seats. From the Democrats, and it's going to flip Republican, which means the Congress will flip Republican. And I've got a sneaking suspicion that even 50 50 split is going to be majority Republican come the 2020 midterms, which means the Republicans will take the House and the Senate. I've got that strong gut feeling on that one. And I hope they do. 
I truly hope they do. Now, I don't know if anybody's heard, but according to, according to what I saw in the, on the news scroll, watching Newsmax earlier today, President Trump is strongly considering running in 2024. He is seriously considering it. I hope he's not only seriously considering it, but I hope he is seriously going to do it. Because I got a feeling America's seeing what this current clown show of an administration is doing and it's not boding well. Biden is only now calling the southern border situation a crisis. Hey, dumbass, you created the crisis by stopping the border wall construction and letting all these motherfuckers come in here tooth and nail. You did that. Nobody else. And, uh, yeah. And there's that. And Cherokee Rose said, exactly. Many Americans won't tolerate stupid. Yeah, you can say that again there, young lady. You can say that again. And she agrees. Yes, Trump. I truly hope President Trump runs in 2024. If he's saying he's seriously considering it, something tells me he just might do it. And there won't be a, the, the, the Democrats. I know gunslinger, you say that they're going to try, they'll do it again. But uh, my gut feeling is that they're not going to try it again. They know they screwed up this time around and got caught with their hands in the cookie jar. Only a, an, only a, sick, twisted, insane moron would try this again. I got a feeling if Trump runs in 2024, <laughs> not only is he going to win, but he's going to win by a major landslide. He won't be able to run again in 2028, but for those four years, if he if he wins it in 2024... Everything Biden did will get overturned real fast. I mean, drop dead fast. And yes, Cherokee Rose, you're right. Including terrorists crossing the border. And that has been documented. Hell, we've we've stayed I've proven that here on this broadcast over the over the over the years. So, yep, Joe Biden is letting those who don't like us and want to destroy us come across that southern border too. But the Democrats, they won't admit that. All right, moving on here. We only got about another 30 minutes. I'm, I'm, only, I'm doing a shortened version tonight. I've got some medical appointments to deal with tomorrow. Republican Cawthorn 
We've got to take the majority away from Dems. North Carolina Representative Madison Cawthorn called out the Biden administration, suggesting it's time to get them out of office. During an interview on Monday, Cawthorn highlighted the concerning lack of transparency with Joe Biden in office. He also raised the question as to who is actually pulling the strings behind closed doors. Ooh. Ooh. This dude's got some chutzpah. They want, they want to use smoke and mirrors, and they don't want to have anything transparent. I know some people were, were offended by some mean tweets by President Trump, but at least we knew what the man was thinking. At least we knew what our government was doing for us, Cawthorn stated. Right now, even me as a, a member of Congress, with all the rights and privileges that gives me, I can hardly get any answers. So I can only imagine the frustration the American people are suffering right now. This is a reason why we've got to get Democrats out of power, Cawthorn added. That's why I'm so thankful that all of these states these state legislatures that the Republicans control are going to be working for election integrity because we've got to take the majority away from these bastards. He went on to say the administration is hiding from the current crisis at the border. Well, he, did it, he finally did admit there's a crisis at the southern border. The only thing he didn't do was admit that it's his fault. But, Congressman Cawthorn, yes, you're right. We need to take, we need to see this 2022 midterm election turn red. We need the House and the Senate to be taken back by the Republicans. We need the White House to be taken back by the Republicans. Whether it's Trump or another Republican. Preferably Trump. But let's, let's not fool ourselves. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be a bit of a struggle. But given the lack of transparency that the Biden dictatorship is pulling, given the stupidity of Maxine Waters and Nancy Pelosi and all the other Democrats, 2022 is going to be a cakewalk and, they, and the Democrats are going to lose big. My advice is lose Dominion machines, go back to the old-fashioned way of doing it. All right, Gunslinger, let's start with you. 
Well, you know, you just said it, the Democrats, okay? They're going, I'm telling you, my gut feeling is that they're going to fucking try something again in 2024. If they've done it once, they'll do it again and get, they've gotten away with it. Now, if the, the Supreme Court had any fucking bull balls, which they don't, they're a bunch of pansy pussy motherfuckers up there now, and they would have took the case and all the evidence that pointed <laughs> unanimously to voter fraud. There was a, there wasn't an anthill. There was Pikes Peak, and that is fourteen thousand four hundred feet above sea level. I know. I've been up on top of it one time. That's a goddamn tall mountain when you're looking over the edge and looking on top of the clouds, not up at the clouds, down at the clouds. That's a fucking tall son of a bitch. That's a big son of a bitch. So the amount of evidence is equal to Pikes Peak. Okay. If they would have ruled in favor of the people, which that's what the court is supposed to do, isn't it? Supreme Court's a constitutional court, isn't it? I think so. Last time I checked, it was. Then they would have made a justifiable ruling, and dumb fuck in the White House wouldn't be there. President Trump would be there for another four more years. Okay? But since they got away with it scot-free... And not a motherfucking swinging dick out there really said anything about it. Okay, really? Oh well, you know. Well, okay. What the fuck's called it? What's the, why? Why do you think they won't try it again? If they got their fucking ass whooped in 2020, then I think you're right. They probably wouldn't try it. But since they have an open checkbook now, this guy's the limit. The open checkbook, the bank account. Well, yeah, we'll just do it again. Hell, we got away with it again. It the last time, nobody spanked their hands. Nobody whooped their ass, did they? No. So it's just like little Johnny getting in the cookie nookie jar. If you don't slap the little bitch around and tell him, no, no, motherfucker, keep your goddamn hand out of that nookie jar, then he'll just keep doing it. Typical psychology. Typical child psychology. And remember, these are children that you're dealing with. Little snot-nosed, shit-filled, little diaper, little democratic, little cocksuckers. Okay. So, yeah, they'll they'll do it again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You just just wait and see. Just wait and see. Go ahead. (laughs) Well... (laughs) Looking at things... Looking at this with, with, with with an ounce of logic... Okay. You just got to look at this logically. Yeah, they got away with it once. But they also are coming to the realization with all of the stuff that is that has been put out there, all the evidence that has been presented, while nothing was done with it, it's still out there. It's like a it's like a uh, it's like a, a knife sticking in their back. They know that that knife is going to get twisted if they try to do the same thing again a second time. They know they can't, they can't pull this stunt a second time because the American people are, are, have seen the evidence. The only thing that would, that would get them to try it again and think that they're going to succeed is if the American people weren't aware of the evidence in the first place. 
the way I see it is this. If they try it again, and that's a big, big if, and I sincerely doubt that they are going to do it. Because if they do it a second time and they fall and they fall on their faces, it's going to come out in the wash. And nobody will trust them ever again if they're smart. And if they're smart, they won't trust them in 2022 or 2024. Mike, you're up. Well, again, if they try again and and you're successful as you know what that's gonna lead to and you're probably gonna disagree with me, but one word secession. Because think about it. If if it comes down to it again and and there's proof out there that they they were they did it, and they tried it, and they were successful at it, and there's proof out there, and the courts don't take it up. Well, what other things can be done, you know? what? Where are we going to get satisfaction, right? So it's like, okay, do we really want to trust them not to try it again? Think about it. Thank you, George. Well, I can't make out this guy's name on uh, on tw- on uh, Twitch, but it looks like he's he's got a uh, picture of. I don't even know. I can't even make out who the picture is. Looks like. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson, but I, I'm not going to swear to that. Uh, I want to go back to a couple of comments by Cherokee Rose. Biden's only been in office a few months. Look at the damage he's done. Um, and 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 Mabo says, what damage? Mabo, what damage? Well, let's see. Let me bring you up to speed very quickly. Over 60-some-odd executive orders that he signed. He has basically legislated from the executive executive branch, which which is not supposed to be done at all. No president can legislate from the executive branch. And that's what he's done. And nobody, and, and not even the Republicans, spoke out about it. And if they did, I'd be surprised. From the day they swore this this moron in, he signed a shitload of executive orders. In one sitting, he had a stack off his desk about, I'd say, more than a foot high. Stopping the construction of the XL pipeline. Killing thousands of jobs. Mabo, why would why would someone who is claiming to create who claims he wants to create jobs kill jobs by doing that? Also, let's also look at the, at what he did in stopping the border wall construction. 
by stopping the border wall construction and welcoming illegal aliens into the United States. And then to top matters off, a good chunk of them, and I mean at least a good 98 to 99% of them were never tested, not a one, for COVID. And allowed them to release into the country. So what damage, you ask? Look at those items alone. And look at what he, the way he's treating foreign, foreign leaders. He's not even dealing with foreign leaders. He's sending Kamala Harris. You may as well call her President Harris because he's not even doing his job right. There's no tra- he, he, there is no transparency whatsoever. So please, please, you ask the question of what damage? I just gave you a good list of the damage he's done so far. And like Cherokee Rose just said in, on Twitch, the border has become dangerous for American ranchers. Sackhouse said, that is a lot of damage. Damn. Yeah. That's a lot of damage. And the longer this moron is in office, the worse things are going to get. For those of you who are like me, a guy who, a person who grew up watching the campy Batman series, remember how at the beginning of a second of the second part of an episode he go and the worst is yet to come well guess what the worst is yet to come as long as biden is holding the presidency hostage and acting like a dictator he said it himself if you legisl- if you legislate from the executive branch You're a dictator. I'm paraphrasing, of course, because I don't have the exact quote in front of me. But that's basically what he said. He said it. No one else. I'm just telling you what his mentality on this. So over 60 plus executive orders since he was was sworn in. And uh, trust me, He's done damage. And unless they 25th Amendment this fucker out of there, there's more coming. But I mentioned Kamala Cameltoe. Oh. Guys, I hope everyone is sitting down. I really hope you're sitting down because I've got a, I've got a, a, a relative who for decades has worked in for a school bus company. And I wish that relative were here on the show with us to answer this question. Why would anyone push for funding to go to electric school buses? <laughs> well, one American news put this story out. Apparently, 
Kamala Harris is pushing for 20, get this, guys and gals, $20 billion in infrastructure funding to go to electric school buses. Get a load of this story. You're going to love this. As schools struggle to pick up the pieces from Democrat-led lockdown orders, Kamala Harris seems to have different priorities. During a photo op at a bus manufacturing plant in North Carolina on Monday, Harris claimed school buses are not only an issue for so-called climate change, but a public health threat. Okay. Pre-COVID, 25 million children a day in America go to school on a school bus. And in, and in inhaling those fumes, they are toxic fumes, Harris said. So when we think about this as a public health issue, it absolutely is one. She added, 20 billion taxpayer dollars from Joe Biden's infrastructure plan is just the beginning of her agenda to fight so-called climate change. As it relates specifically to electric school buses, the American Jobs and dedicates $20 billion to getting to the point where we can electrify all school buses, but it'll be a very significant step toward that end, Harris said. According to the Public School Review, the biggest problems schools are facing include classroom overflow, students living in poverty, outdated technology for learning, bullying, lack of parent involvement, obesity, and funding cuts. This year, the Build America's Infrastructure Coalition is urging the Biden administration to prioritize fixing crumbling buildings, address learning loss from Democrat-led lockdown orders, and increase funding for student mental health programs. Speaking during an interview on Thursday, Holly Stipes, a language arts teacher from Issaquah School District in Washington, I hope I pronounced that right, highlighted the issues facing the district. These issues include a lack of federal funds and lockdown mandates, which have contributed to a $36.7 million deficit for the current school year. Please, Get creative in how you want to solve this problem, Stipe stated. Because the numbers that I have, that I have, the numbers that I see really show me that the board does not value the mental health of not only our students, but our employees. At least 300 employees, including counselors, coaches, and food service workers, will likely be laid off in the next few weeks and 400 students are expected to leave next year. Critics have said Democrats are, going, are growing further out of touch with issues important to Americans. As teachers air their grievances, they can rest easy knowing Kamala Harris is handing public schools $20 billion not to address those issues, but to make their school buses climate friendly 
<laughs> Hold on. Back up. Excuse me. I have to throw this pun out there. Back up the bus, Gus. Are you fucking for real? Kamala, Cameltoe, Harris, are you fucking... Are you... Have you got any brain matter at all? No. You don't. I'll answer that question for you. Okay? That has got to be the... This has got to be the single dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay? Look, I was a school bus monitor. I rode school buses as a child. Okay? First of all, if the during the winter time, the school bus windows are closed. There's no open windows because it's too fucking cold outside to have an open window. So the bus the bus's heaters are running. Okay. Let's see. And then I'm going to get comments from from Mike and uh, Gunslinger. Let's see. How can I put this? Okay. They want she wants to put 20 billion dollars and invest in electric buses. Now, I'm wondering, are these electric buses strictly electric? There's no carbon footprint no gasoline engine, just electric. Okay, let's bear in mind, school is in the winter. Okay? School, winter, batteries, and, a ch- and the batteries charge. The cold temperatures can affect the batteries sustainability to keep a charge. Now, while the bus is in motion, I'm sure they have hooked up to the axle or something, a way to keep the charge fluent and flowing. But that's not even guaranteed. Okay? Now, let's also look... And by the way, let me... Now, boys and girls... Everybody, settle down. I feel like I'm going to do the George Carlin bit in a second. Class. 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 What? Oh, I'm talking to the Democrats, by the way. Electric vehicles have to be charged. And that charge is, is going to be dwindled, depending on the distance from town to school, if the school is outside of, like, let's say, for example, I was transported by bus from Peekskill, New York, to Yorktown Heights, New York, okay? Now, that's about 10, between 10 and 20 miles, roughly, give or take. Not counting the trip from point A to point B, let's also remember that the bus has to stop house by house or bus stop by bus stop to pick up children. That will affect the the battery's charge. 
And what about using these school buses for for class trips? If you don't have a bus charged up to go for a class trip, there's not going to be any class trips to museums. There's not going to be any class trips to... uh, to government offices, government buildings, where you know where you can learn about the, how gov- if you're studying uh, government administration, think about that for a minute, folks. I want you to really think about that. Now, let me get comments from Gunslinger and Mike because oh, I've got heart, I've got indigestion, something fierce tonight. This ain't fair. Now. Before I go to Gunslinger and get his thoughts first, and then get Mike's, let me just point one final thing out. Not only do these buses have to stop and go, picking up passengers, they have to stop and go at traffic lights and stop signs. They have to run the heat. To keep the kids warm on the bus. Now all these things. These batteries are going to be using a lot of energy. It's not practical. Nope. Now. <clears throat> the worst part about this idea. Is that she she's using the lame excuse. Climate change. Okay. Climate change. <clears throat> to get this money for electric buses, which is a bad idea. All right, Gunslinger, talk to me. There's so much bullshit in that, in what what this dumb bitch is going, is trying to propose. It's not even fucking funny. Electric buses. <laughs> Now, since I'm an expert in that field, because I'm a master electrician, engineer, and did all that shit, studied AC, DC theory in depth, I'll tell you why it ain't going to work. I can sit there and talk about this all night long, but we'll just keep put three or four key points. Number one, you're right. It's in the winter, you got to have heat. Normally, in a normal gasoline or diesel, most of them school buses are diesel anyway, you have the heater that the diesel engine you know the fluid and the, the, the antifreeze that's what produces the heat just like in your car or your truck same thing okay what we what we call that in the in the trade is 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 resistive heat or resistive load it is a power sucking whore let me tell you okay that's why appliances in your house, like your dryer or your range or your hot water heater, is the most sucking fucking appliance when it comes to electricity that you will ever own in your lifetime. Okay? They love that electricity. And they're AC. This is DC because it's batteries. <laughs> it, it, it's ludicrous. You know, it would have to have torque motors. or called torque motors just like on a train. Everybody saying, well, yeah, those trains are electric. Well, not necessarily. 
they have a big ass hairy ass diesel 600 boat generator okay you ever been by one of them and see that big old diesel uh, exhaust blasting out the top that's that big old diesel cat diesel fucking generator generating 600 volts dc to run those electric motors so they're not batteries <laughs> long way from it son long way from it okay then something that you didn't mention and you've seen it on the news i've seen it on the news over the years that school buses can get in accidents oh. they can flip over they can I forgot about that hit by things not they can catch fire yeah they can catch fire okay now some of the there has been some occasions where some of the students didn't necessarily make it out alive that's tragic that's unfortunate but in the case of an electric bus that means you're going to have to have at least a hundred more times the battery capacity if you would have looked at that deal about that tesla car it has just a small amount of batteries in it and it took the fire department four hours and 30,000 fucking gallons of water to put the motherfucker out when it caught fire. They even had to call Tesla to ask them, how do you put your goddamn battery fire out? Okay? And that's just in a little bitty car. Imagine half of that bus, you're sitting on half of that bus with fucking batteries like that. When these things... Um, when they're cracked or when they get into an accident like that, remember that you, I'm sure you did it in, 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 uh, when you went to high school, when you took electrical, you know, series and parallel circuits. Okay. Mm -hmm. We all did it. I know I damn did. I sure did. When I was series taking plumbing electrical, I had to do it. That, yeah, that's right. If you hook batteries in series, you exponentially increase the voltage of the battery. If you have a 12 volt, you stick one, another 12 voted series, you have 24 volts. Two batteries, 12 volts each, 24 volts. Okay? And so on, and so on, and so on. For every battery, you increase 12 volts exponentially. Okay? Now, if you hook the batteries in parallel, that means like, you know, parallel. That would be positive to positive, negative to negative. Now, say the batteries are 500 cranking amps, amps, okay? 12 volts, still 12 volts. For every battery that you connect parallel, you're not increasing voltage. Voltage remains constant. You could have 50 fucking batteries, and at the end, you still have 12 volts. But here's the but. For every battery that you put in a parallel circuit like that, you're increasing the amperage per fucking battery exponentially. So if you start out with one battery of 500 amps, you put another battery in there, that's 1,000 amps of DC current. Third battery, 1,500. Fourth battery, 2,000. And it would take at least 75 batteries, at least minimum for a standard size you would have to have you you couldn't run wire okay to connect the batteries together you would have to use what we call bus bars they are solid square pieces of copper because a current as you exponentially increase batteries goes up well it goes up through the fucking roof now what happens when they get into an accident well <clears throat> you've got all that current 
being stored in those batteries. What happens? The battery cracks. You have what you call a plasma fire. That's what happened to that Tesla car. It's not necessarily material burning. It's the actual arcing of the batteries going to ground. I mean, just like lightning, okay, just basically like lightning, but that plasma fire is so hot, it will fucking barbecue and melt anything around it. And when one goes plasma, it sets the other one off and right on down the, down the line like a lot of, of dominoes. You better fucking jump out of every goddamn window and you better run like hell, okay? Because if it takes four hours to put a little Tesla car battery out, you know, and they only have probably 10 batteries in it, maybe, tops, and 30,000 gallons of fucking water. What do you think one of these big-ass fucking school buses is going to do? <laughs> that's, the, that's the bad part. The other bad part is, how are you going to charge them? I mean, you've got all the, you've got 75 fucking batteries that have, you can't just put your little car battery charger on these motherfuckers. You would have to have something, my God, you would have to have something that's probably big as a Volkswagen, a charger for each fucking school bus. You could only charge one at a time. And then the power that that charger requires. Shit. You'd probably have to have, just by guesstimation, without doing any electrical calculations, you'd probably have to have a 200-amp service per fucking charger you have one charger 200 two chargers 400 three chargers 600 it goes up exponentially for every charger that you add on which adds on to the grid across the nation you plug all them motherfuckers in and the fucking the entire grid of the united states would crumble in a matter of fucking seconds look at texas when that when that code deal a couple months ago, two short weeks, the state of Texas came within completely collapsing the electrical grid. Okay, within minutes, within minutes, the entire Texas grid was fixing to go flush flush down the fucking electrical toilet. Okay, and that <laughs> gee whiz, wow! And you're going to put all this extra load. On the grid, whether it's Texas or the United States grid, you fucking lunier than a goddamn bat full of bat caves, let me tell you. It will never work. It can't. It's physically, electrically, physically fucking impossible. I mean, do the math. I mean, it's numbers don't lie, remember? Especially in math, especially in electrical calculations. <laughs> okay. And that's what everything is based on, electrical calculations, especially like that. So the entire grid would just collapse on itself within seconds. And then you'd have to do this every day? How long would that make a charge? How long would that charge keep? Not very long, moving a heavy vehicle. A fucking school bus is already, it already weighs, what, tons? What is that, about an eight-ton vehicle? And you put another eight tons of batteries on top of that? You're talking 16 tons that you've got to move down the road under electric under electric motors without nothing to charge it with. Yeah, right. Sure. Mm -hmm. 
Boy, what a fantasy bullshit. Go ahead. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, the, 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 the irony of this, and then I'll, then I'll, 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 I'll say this real quick because I want to hear what Mike has to say. The bottom line is they'll set up the charging stations. Oh, they'll, they'll do that. But here's where the problem starts. Okay, and you pointed it out. It would be a, it would be a huge draw on the, on the grid, especially when you're talking from north, south, east, and west, and all points in between of the United States. Yep. And I'm sorry. <clears throat> I hate to say this, but if a fire department has to ask the the makers of the car, what do you use to put out the fire with? They are in the wrong business. <laughs> yeah. I have an ABC rated fire extinguisher, which can be used on electrical fires. An apparatus carries an ABC rated fire extinguisher set twice the size of what I have in the house. You can, they could use a foam extinguishing extinguisher. On that shit. So those that, that fire department that said, Duh, what do you use to put out your the battery fire with? <laughs> Fucking nuts. They they know what to use if they're if they're trained. Real fast, George, you're a fireman. Would a would a fire extinguisher rated to put out electrical fire put out a plasma fire? The big difference. Hmm. Would it? Now that that, that know, raises that raises a good point because if it's a plasma fire, no. But they can use a foam yeah. ex, ex, extinguish a foam extinguishing comp, chemical on a plasma fire. They can smother it because once you smother the the oxygen from a plasma fire, just like a regular fire, it goes out. <clears throat> it has to. No oxygen, fire can't live. Now, well, are hang, fire departments going to carry that special <laughs> that special kind of foam because it's a different kind of foam than that which they use on airplanes? I, I let me let me ask a question. Now, this brings another question. Since you're a fireman. A plasma fire is does not require oxygen. This is electricity burning. It's like you still, a lightning. You still strike. have you still have it to. It strikes through There's water. still a certain amount. If if you see flames, there's going to there's going to be oxygen fueling the flames. With a with a plastic burning of the plastic case of the battery, right. yeah. But I'm so talking what, about the so actual, what they use to, the to extinguish arm. a plasma the fire is a is a, is a is a foam based pro, a foam based extinguisher. They have a foam-based extinguishing compound for, for putting out uh, airplane fires, for putting out oil fires, and so forth. They have a there is a foam extinguisher that can put out a plasma fire. Okay, it's more expensive, very expensive. <laughs> And not every fire department's going to be able to carry that shit, especially volunteer fire departments, because their budget is a lot smaller than a paid department. So there's going to be a lot of fire departments that aren't going to be able to carry that shit. And where are they going to put it? They, they would have to have a special pumper truck for that shit. 
I'm sorry, but this is a bad idea. A very bad idea. Mike, go ahead. Okay. Here's something else to think about. You look at the side of a school bus, right? What do you have on the side of a school bus that also is a big suck on power? Yeah, it's a, it can be hydraulic, but to make that hydraulic work, you're going to have to send a signal to the apparatus. It's those stop signs, right? You know, they go in and out and all that stuff. That's number one. Number two, we're talking about an eight-ton, eight-to-ten-ton school bus unloaded, right? What You got, what, 15, 25, 30 seats? And if you load it up with kids on it, fill that thing up, that is that is probably three persons to a seat. Not taking it into account, you may have a couple of overweight kids here and there. Uh, that's another probably 1,000 pounds fully loaded. That That's going to draw power. And... It all depends on how far these, I mean, you said it. You had to go from peak skill to the bus you were on, George, had to go from peak skill to where now? And that's so a town called Yorktown miles, Heights. 30 miles away. It's anywhere between 10 and 20 Heights, miles. Which is what, 20 miles away. That's a long distance. And, and look, we have places down here that don't, we go across a bayou, and there's a, there's no longer a school there, and they have to come all the way from there, which is which is I would say uh, twenty about the same to Clackamas High School, which is about the same, which is about twenty five thirty miles. So it's and and they got to go back again to bring the kids they picked up from there. To back to their houses, so it's like you got to make the. We're not even talking about making a return trip to bring the kids back. So that's another power drain. And here's a, here's another thing: you got sports. If your school, if your school, and your you've got a sports team, a football team, basketball team, whatever. How do they get to their away games? They load them up on school buses or on buses, and they take them, and they go to Baton Rouge. They go to go from Peekskill to Yorktown Heights or Yorktown Heights to Mid-Hudson Valley or wherever, or wherever they're going to go to to get that team to the other team, right? And that's, that's another thing. Uh, are these schools that have to use these school buses to carry their sports teams all over the place, are they going to want to uh, have a big charger at their school? Or are they going to want to, or, you know, that that's another thing, how stupid this is. I mean, think about it. You know, there is no way that a poor state like Louisiana with public schools like Louisiana that, that are fighting and clawing and, 
and all that stuff are going to want to go from a diesel engine, which is very, you know, very energy efficient as it is, to having to plug in a number of school buses at a school or, at, uh, you know, you know, or at any given school, you know. They're not going to want to do that. That's how stupid these this shit is. Back to you, George. Well, bottom lining it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna run this by uh, my relative who works for a school bus company. I'm gonna ask her if the infrastructure bill includes $20 billion for electric school buses. How practical would an electric school bus be during a normal school year? Especially with, with, with the number of schools that, that your, that you, that your company deals with and the stops, the, the whole nine yards, because even if they put these buses on a charge after they come back to the yard, okay, they may not have much time to charge. Because like you just pointed out, Mike, what about, what about the, uh, the sporting events, the sports teams for the, for the high schools and whatnot that have to go from, the, the, the bus has to go from the yard to the school, pick up the kids, the equipment... Okay, all that stuff. And in some cases, they'll use two buses. Because you're talking about the team, coaches, cheerleaders, equipment. Now you're talking a lot of weight going into these buses. Okay, now add in Here's something. Here's another thing you don't remember. You didn't mention two, George, is it, it, it takes 12 hours for that massive bank of batteries to charge 12 full hours. You'd have to double your fleet. <laughs> double? See what I'm saying? No, they'd have to quadruple the fleet because, mm -hmm. in order to oh, yeah, to have the buses necessary, yeah, with, uh, they would have to have four times the number of buses. And most yeah, yards yeah, don't times, have the yeah, capacity right. to hold that many. Nope. You're right. Four times. Yep. And let alone, and George, let alone the fact that my my high, the high school I went to, which was a private Catholic school, has one bus that they send the cheerleaders and the team and all that stuff to the football games and whatever on, and they keep the bus at the high school. They they bought the bus. The high school bought the bus, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and this is this is a little small high school, right? One A high school, maybe. Maybe it has 150 to 200 kids in the entire school, right? You know, so, you know, it's it, those type of schools that have their own bus, that have spent the money to buy their own bus, right? Are they going to be able, are you going to make sure they have that charging station, that, that bus? Uh, and you're probably going to have to double the bus. Are they going to allow? Are they going to buy a bus for another bus for this school? 
I mean, really, and and let alone if you have, I mean, we're talking about some of the bigger schools have marching bands as well, George. And that's why I said they would take two buses in some cases. Because yes, even sir. though even the big bus can only hold so much, and like when I said equipment, I'm talking about like <laughs> like the for the football players, you're talking about you're talking about uh, shoulder pads. Holy shit! What? I just just not to hold you over, but just a couple more minutes. I just fucking looked up how much your standard Tesla car batteries have. Are you sitting down? Uh, yeah. This is just in a standard. Okay. The standard Tesla car, the 85 kilowatt battery pack weighs 1,200 pounds. It contains 7,104 lithium ion battery cells in 16 modules, wired in series for the voltage, 14 in the flat section and two stacks on the front. Each module contains six groups of 74 cells wired in parallel. The six groups are then wired in series within the module. Battery, 100 100 kilowatt hours, lithium ion. Electric range, 75 kilowatt hours, uh, 249 to 259 miles only. Get this. The plug-in is an onboard charger, three-phase, 400-volt fucking charger. Holy shit. And that's just, an, a that's, just, just a, a that's just an electric car. Now, the batteries right. for an electric bus Dang. have got to be a hell of a lot bigger. <laughs> a hell of a lot bigger. Hell of a lot And a hell of a lot heavier. And... A, I think yeah. Camel Toe has lost her ever loving fucking mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no shit. And they cost from three thousand to seven thousand dollars each. Right. Battery pack. And, and think about this, George. We're talking about weight and 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 how much weight's on the bus. We're not we're not talking and with these schools and stuff. Uh, going to sporting events, we're not. We're just talking. We're not just talking. Going from Yorktown Heights to Mid Hudson Valley, which is maybe maybe a short trip. What if what if they have to go from Yorktown Heights to I don't know New York City? You know. Yeah, that that that, 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 bring, that, bring, that, that Mike, that 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 kind of goes in in with the field trips, like I was talking about, because yeah. I remember. Go, when I was in school, taking a field trip from Yorktown Heights, New York, to the New York muse- to, to a museum in New York City. Okay, now we're talking roughly about anywhere from 65, 70 miles, give or take. You know, rough estimate. All right, and that's one way. Okay. And those those buses are, are are they make sure those buses are fully fueled before they even attempt a trip. Okay, 
Now you're talking about New York City, pothole haven of the state of New York, <laughs> where, where, where I swear to God, we were bouncing around in that bus like ping pong balls, okay? <laughs> you, you're in that bus, you're going boing, 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 boing. It's like... So imagine, if you will, that kind of rough ride with an electric bus. You're going to end up with, there's a good chance you could end up with loose connections. Now, what if these buses break down? That's the other problem. Buses break down. So I'm sorry, but somebody please explain to me where that what they're going to do with that they're going to have to send a bus 60 70 miles away down to the city to retrieve the kids and that bus empty is going to be bouncing around like a ping pong ball and there's no guarantee that bus is going to survive the trip either but let's say it does let's say for the sake of this it does now you've got two electric buses. One broke down that they're going to have to tow back. They're going to have to send a tow, a, a tow truck. A tow truck designed to, to pick up these vehicles. To bring, them, to bring the vehicle back all the way up to the Hudson Valley. Now, think about this. Think about this, because obviously Camel Toe didn't. This is where politicians really don't think. They don't put. They don't. They don't talk to the people who have actually had to deal with these kind of issues. Okay. That that bus trip to the museum. We were lucky. We made it to the museum. We got to do our field trip. Halfway back to the halfway back home to go back to the school to catch our bus to go back home again, the bus broke down halfway home, halfway back to the school. <laughs> okay, we're in this bus, it's 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 near the end of the school year, especially where the, the temperatures are a little warmer, you got to open the windows and everything else. And we're sitting there roasting our asses off to keep a to keep a bunch of students from going. The teachers had to become creative. Even the bus driver had to help help become creative to keep the kids from panicking and getting upset and everything else. So we, we were doing sing-alongs and all this other shit just to keep calm, right? Well, the other bus shows up. We pile, we, we, we get off one bus, we get in the other, we get the rest of the way home. But an electric bus, how long is a charge going to last going from, say, Peekskill, New York, to, New, to Manhattan? Where it's stop-and-go traffic, yeah. bumper-to-bumper, the entire route. Here's another thing that you didn't think about either, Okay. Most, most, 98% of school buses in the United States, they have a little thing called air brakes, 
like a big 18-wheeler. Mm-hmm. Guess what has to run those air brakes? An air compressor. Mm-hmm. There's an air compressor on the motor, a diesel, that continuously runs. You ever been, You ever walked by a big diesel truck and you hear this? I that's the fucking that's the that's the air brakes releasing. You know I mean the pressure. When I, when I was so working yeah, as a security guard little... for for Merle Corporation, the chemical plant in my hometown, decades ago, I'm on my way into. I had to lock the gate because I I had to use the bathroom, and the bathroom was in the warehouse, so I locked the gate. Ran in, went to run into the bathroom. This truck had just backed up to the loading dock, and all of a sudden you hear this big blast of of air. It's yep. the it's it's the air brakes finishing their letting all that pressure off. Because if those things don't let the pressure off, something it's gonna. And I heard that shit, and it was loud, yeah, too. Breaking. I'll tell you that right now. It was loud because it was not too far away from me. And the driver's getting out, and I didn't. I wasn't expecting this, and I jumped a little. Well, the driver comes out. He comes up to me laughing. He says, you okay, pal? I said, yeah, but your truck scared the piss out of me. He says, where are you going? I said, the bathroom. He goes, well, it don't look like you, what, you pissed yourself, so you're. I guess you didn't get scared that badly. But the thing is... <laughs> When you're talking about electric bus, now you're talking about all of these things. And what about returning from a a nighttime event with the students? Now you're talking about the headlights, the tail lights, turn signals, the big flashing lights on on the top of between the school bus sign. All these Wind things that are, run on electric power. You know, a lot of things that they don't take into consideration. Yep. I don't know, guys. Let alone, you know, let, let alone, George, that I've seen some school buses with a radio in them. Mm-hmm. You know, just there's the, and there's that, too, the two-way radio. radio. Yep. Now, now, the two-way radio doesn't take that much power. But if you're using that radio for prolonged communication between your where you are to the yard, now the two-way radios that that we had in the school buses could not reach from Manhattan into Westchester. The ones they have now probably can, but you know, still you're talking about. The radio being on all the time, mm-hmm. constantly keying and de-keying that microphone, keeping constant communication with the dispatcher. Now you're talking about a drain on on, on resources there. So there's a lot of things that are going to drain mm-hmm. those batteries, those resource, those batteries resources. And I hate to say it, but old camel toe stuck her camel toe in, where, where, in her mouth on this one. Now, now, George, what would you say in terms in terms of time? Was it because here, here's here's what from where I am, from where my school is, both a public school and a little Catholic school. If we go up to say North Louisiana, say the Shreveport, mm-hmm. and we have to play a ball game or something there, you know, that's a four hour trip. 
four hours. All right. If we go down to New Orleans, that's a two-hour trip. Two hours. Now, can that can you survive a four-hour trip on one on a, on a one charge? Probably not. Well, it depends on 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 a how on how on on how many batteries we're talking about. But even still, again, you're talking about there's unknown factors involved. You know, I've been driving for a, a good, roughly about 27, you know, about 28 years, okay? Because I got my license a year before I got sober. So we're talking about 28 years I've been, I've been a licensed, I've been, I've been driving. All right. There are a lot of unknown factors involved when you're on the road, especially and not limited to bumper to bumper traffic. Okay. That's going to be the biggest headache in, in all of this for, for these, for these buses, because now let's say you're driving down the road, all, all nice and happy. Everything's going smooth. And then you come up on bumper to bumper traffic that maybe moves two or three inches an hour, especially in places like New York City. Okay. When you're talking about major traffic jams that you're sitting there idle, barely moving, you're talking about a drain on those batteries. So no, there's, there's so much involved here. Okay. It comes down to this. She, she, she wants to do this as part of climate change. It's part of that green agenda crap. That's all it basically comes down to. So I'm sorry, but Camel Toe is, she has no idea what she's talking about. She has no clue. And, and if they, if they put $20 billion into this infrastructure thing for, Electric buses? Oh, boy. Big waste of taxpayer money. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And frankly, I don't think the $20 billion is going to be enough. Would be enough. No, because... In fact, you're going to need the batteries. You're going to need probably to double the amount of buses. You're going to need... I mean, think about double hell. I just I remember what I just said a moment ago, Mike. You're gonna you're talking about quadrupling the fleet in one yard. Yep. And most bus yards don't have the capacity to hold that the, that many buses. When I worked for Vanguard Tours in the '80s, okay, I worked in the Yorktown Heights yard, which covered Yorktown Heights and Peekskill. Now, let me put this to you real quick. Think about this. I went there early in the morning with the drivers to pick up the bus. I figured it would be easier than them having to pick me up at the house. I just rode in with with them. They did their pre-trip and everything. We got on the bus. We went off to pick up the kids. Before any bus left that yard, before any bus was pre-tripped, when we arrived... 
the yard was full, front to back, side to side. You only had a section big enough for the buses to pull up to the gas pump because the yard had its own gas pump with diesel mm-hmm. fuel where, where they could pump, where they could fill up the tank. You had just enough room for a big bus to go all the way around and pull into the maintenance bay of the garage. And it was big enough in the at the other end for it to come out and swing around. It was basically going around in a circle. So it could so the bus could be parked in the yard. Now, quadruple a fleet of big buses, especially in a yard not that barely had enough enough space to fit all the buses they had at the time, now you're talking about quadrupling the amount, there's going to be no room to charge the buses unless the charging stands are right there at the parking spaces. There's not going to be enough room to to put buses into the garage repair bay because you've got all these massive buses with all these massive electric batteries and everything else. No, 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 no. This is not a good idea. And then add insult to injury. What's it going to cost the taxpayers? $20 billion might cover part of the Northeast, but not the whole country. Now you're talking $20 billion, let's say, for the Northeast, the Midwest, and the West Coast. from all the way from one side of the United States to the next. So you're talking 20, 40, 60 billion dollars minimum. And that's just for one fleet. On those uh, between all those uh, those states. You had to buy if they had to put in more money the taxes the taxes would have to be raised exponentially the the elect the, the drain on the power grid like gunslinger pointed out would be enormous and i'm sorry it's just not feasible hmm? let alone let alone we're not we're not even taking into account uh alaska and hawaii you know i mean there's a lot of room up there in Alaska between Anchorage and Nome and and all those places like that. And of course, how many islands are in Alaska? You know, Oahu and and all those places like that. I mean, buses galore, right? And they're not hooked up. Well, particularly Hawaii isn't hooked up to the national power grid, and I don't think Alaska is either. So what are they going to do? What are they going to do to be able to charge those damn buses? <laughs> you know? You know, I, I, I shudder to think what the, you know, I shudder to think what the American taxpayer is thinking right now with this idea. I'm willing to bet that there are a lot of taxpayers right now that are looking at what Kamala Camelto is, is talking about doing 
and sitting there going, are you fucking insane? This is all part of that Green New Deal bullshit. Mm-hmm. And the Green New Deal hasn't even been passed. But they're they're using climate change and stuff like that to add more to these bills. Like the electric vehicles. For the electric buses. So I'm sorry. This, this is just... This is a... This is the Democrats' brains on stupid. Uh, Oh, which way did they go, George? Which way did they go? I'm a Democrat. I don't know. And frankly, George, think about this. They've already ruined the energy sector a little bit, and 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 also, you know, gotten rid of some coal fire plants, and they would they all the all the quote work that he did to get rid of the coal fire plants and all this other energy that he quote got rid of or stopped or whatever. Mm-hmm. They would have to reverse those policies and start building more coal fire plants and nuclear plants and and. And all kinds of stuff, even though even They're not though, gonna do know, that, uh, though. gun doesn't like nuclear. But they would need power. They need they would need more power. And they would have to update the grid and how much money is that gonna cost would that cost us? Right? I don't Mike, hold on a second. I don't give a flying fuck whether it's Democrats in control or Republicans in control. Nobody has actually thought of doing any kind of updates to the to to our power grid over the decades oh it's been discussed but when they start looking at the cost and everything to the taxpayers that they turn around and say oh no we can't do that our in, our our power our, our power grid the infrastructure of that is decades old and needs to be updated badly Especially if they decide to do this electric bus crap. I was, I was, I was, I was in, um, I was in Kingston, New York, not uh, a while back, visiting a, a friend of mine, and not far from his house, there was a, there were two. Only two electric car charging ports. And in the whole town, I didn't see any more. At least not that I, not that I noticed. You can't, especially in historic districts, you can't put electric charging stations in a historic district because it has to be kept a certain way. Even the buildings can't be modified because they have to be historically accurate and maintained as such. Mm-hmm. So all of this climate change and Green Deal bullshit gets shot down when it comes to historic districts. Okay? So 
a lot of what, what, what they're proposing in this regard is lunacy. It's just that. It's fucking lunacy. Well, guys, we are, mm-hmm. we, we've gone over here, and I do need to, to put this, this show to bed for the night. But before we go, as always, I offer my, I offer my, friend, my, my callers the opportunity to, get, to render a final thought on what we've talked about tonight. So, Mike, since you ha- you don't come here that often, I'm glad you're here tonight. Believe me, I am. So, we'll start with you and give you an opportunity for your final thought, and then we'll get Gunslinger's final thought, and then I'll give you mine. Okay? Okay. So, here we go. Shoot. Here we go. With my final thought. First, on the Chauvin trial, I've said it before. I felt like there was definitely a reasonable doubt and they could have proved it beyond a reasonable doubt. But because of the politicization of the trial, they weren't going to allow them to use the reasonable doubt thing. This thing was rigged from the get-go, this trial. They wanted they wanted this to happen. Maybe not the whole possibility of losing it on appeal, but they wanted these overcharged things to stick and they wanted it to end the way it ended. So in that case, it was rigged almost from the get-go, right? So there's that. You cannot... We talk, we talked about stupidity in Democrats uh, before... And just when you think they can't top themselves in the amount of stupidity, well, thank you, thank you, Miss uh, Miss uh, Electric Bus Fleet. Thank you, thank you for being stupid. Stupid is as stupid does. You're stuck on stupid and all that shit, you know. And I mean. Uh, I mean, this isn't the first stupid thing they've tried. I mean, they're they're going to try and push through court packing, which we didn't get to tonight, but they're going to try and push that through. And even though some of their liberal judges have said it's a bad idea, they're going to try it, you know. And it's probably going to end up costing them the House and probably some seats in the Senate. Bye-bye, Chucky Schumer being, uh, you know, being the leader of the Senate. And bye-bye, uh, uh, Martini Pelosi, you know, being having the gavel in the House. Okay. And bye-bye, Miss uh, uh, 50% uh, Camel Co. Harris in the Senate, you know, 50 uh 50th first vote in Senate Camelco Harris. Bye-bye. All these mistakes you're making, all these things you're pushing for, that's what you're cruising. You're cruising for a bruising, and it's going to be a major bruising. Back to you, George. All right. Gunslinger, final thought from you. I didn't hear it. Well, you know, like I said, <clears throat> these idiots, they, they're proposing shit that is physically and electrically impossible, okay, in today's technology. Maybe in 200 years, 
when battery technology gets really, really great and electric motors improve and all that bullshit improves, okay, maybe then, 200 years. But now, ain't no fucking way. They're just, they're pissing in the wind. And you know what happens when you get, when you piss in the wind? It gets all over you. So the final thought would be, don't piss in the wind. You know? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> all right. Well, starting starting with the last thing first. Electric school buses. Really bad idea. Really bad. Okay. Um, I cannot, in, in, in all honesty, believe that anybody would be stupid enough to want to put an electric vehicle, like a school bus, on the road, knowing that there are certain travel conditions like traffic, distance, just to name a couple of items, that they're going to run into. And what guarantee can they give that a full charge is going to be able to handle picking up all these kids, the traffic, weather conditions... And all that, and still be able to deal with just the morning run alone. <clears throat> now, you're going to have to take a fully charged bus for the return trip home. So that means the bus you use in the morning, unless you're, you're really lucky and, every, and all the students are close by each other, and the schools are right there. Great. Okay. It might work using two buses, using the same bus twice. It might. Doubtful, but it might. It's a, it, this is an idea that has absolutely zero chance of, of, of working. I'm sorry. As it relates to uh, the Chauvin trial... That was a clusterfuck. The guilty verdict was handed down by the jury out of fear. Fear for their safety. Fear for their families' lives and so forth. Because of what Maxine Maxipad Waters did Sunday. Because of Joe Biden's comments this morning. And then, of course add major league insult to injury. All right? Major league insult to injury. The judge, Judge Cahill, gave them the out. Did Chauvin receive a fair trial? No. Should the jury have been sequestered? Yes. This was a high-profile case where the jury should have been sequestered, but it wasn't. Now, when the when Chauvin's defense lawyers immediately, I'm sure that as soon as the, the, the verdict was handed down, they immediately 
filed an appeal. And if that appeal is successful, all hell is going to break loose. Every single town across America is going to be hit hard. Thanks to assholes like Waters. Making a fool-ass comment, we have to become more confrontational. Well, you know what? America, these are the Democrats. These are what they do. They don't give a fuck about you. And one final statement regarding 2022 and 2024. Come 2022, the midterm election, I firmly believe the Congress and the Senate are going to flip back to the Republicans. I truly believe that's going to happen. Come the presidential election in 2024, these, da- these dumb motherfuckers in, in, the, in the Democratic Party are not as dumb as, as we think. They know that trying to cheat a second time is a fool's errand. It's a fool's errand. They know they they could try it. But if it gets found out a second time, there's going to be a hell of a lot of people in this country that are going to be steamrolling over those barricades that, that, that are sitting outside Capitol Hill right now. They're not going to give a flying fuck. They're going to, they are going to want these, these fuckers removed from office and they're not going to care how they go about it. That's, what, that's the one thing that bothers me about this whole situation. There's going to be a lot of pissed off people in this country. They're pissed off now because of the southern border situation. So as far as, the, the, as, far as 2024 is concerned, Y'all can believe what you want as far as they'll they'll cheat again. But I, and I've said this before, when I get a gut feeling, I'm usually, I'm usually, that gut feeling is usually spot on. And my gut feeling on this is they're not going to chance doing it a second time because they know they've been caught the first time. And they know that trying it again would be a fool's errand. So America, we've got a chance at seeing the Congress and the Senate flipped. Fight hard. Campaign for for people that are going to do the job and not, not sit there and try and tear down this country like the Democrats are currently doing. We have a chance. Let's make it a good one. And in regards to Chauvin, one last time, I'll say this again, and it bears repeating. Don't take chances. If this case gets overturned in appeal, barricade your your businesses, windows, and doors. Barricade your homes. And stay off the streets. Because these assholes from Antifa and BLM are going to do.
do their worst. And I have a feeling it's going to be a a hundred times worse than 2020 was. We saw what they did in 2020. God help us this year if that case gets overturned. Well, that's it for this edition of Firefox News Online. I want to thank Cherokee Rose, Iggy Mom, Gunslinger, Mike, and all of you that have been watching and listening across the nation and around the world, especially in archives. Firefox News Online will be back. A limited broadcast like tonight, starting at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Did I say this already? Now I'll say it again, just in case I didn't. I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. And with that having been said, it is time now, as always, to close this puppy up proper. Good night, everybody. From Firefox News Online headquarters in New York. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. You can catch Firefox News Online Monday through Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Go to MeWe.com slash Firefox News Online or Gab.com slash Firefox News Online for the links to the live broadcast. And if you have any comments you'd like to send our way, we'd love to hear from you. Write to comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. If that email address is not working, the host will inform you to use the alternate address, and that is comments at journalist.com. Once again, that is comments at journalist.com. The views and opinions that were expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or these broadcasting services. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division, all one and the same, adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Let it be written, so let it be done. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.